listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now, if a bitch sucks your dick for $5 per square inch and gets $40, including a $5 tip, how big was the dick she just sucked? Say what? Say how big was the dick she just sucked? <laughs> I don't what? Know. If you a nigga with a watch that's iced out with enough rocks to make the hottest room temperature drop, how long will it take for you to get robbed? Say what? How long will it take before you get robbed? What? Now, if your song played on the radio for the first time four days ago, now the shit is rotational. How, how got, who got paid off for you to play it? I ain't scared to say it. Who say who got paid, who the fuck got paid off to play it? hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and confused i'm karen <laughs> we're in the house on a monday uh monday which is uh you know the day after game of thrones mm-hmm. the day after uh walking dead fear the walking dead we just reviewed that last night at like one in the morning for all the premium folks yep hope you appreciate it uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but we appreciate everybody who took time out to uh to listen to it yes, and we do. uh who enjoys that and uh sends in feedback and all that stuff that's awesome mm-hmm. the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today marks day 509 that bobby schmurder has been locked up in jail that bell still at that two million dollars um and of course uh yesterday was mother's day or as i like to call it the day that everybody wishes karen happy mother's day (laughs) yes yes i like i say i i and and i guess i'm to the point where i'm just tired of awkward explaining Uh so when anybody wishes me happy mother's day i just go okay thank you i just keep it pushing I, i you know because it was like yeah no i'm not you know and it makes them feel awkward i'm i'm fine with it but you know they look all strange and crazy like oh i'm sorry and yeah the cashier yesterday let me tell the story uh the the, the guy was like um oh, happy mother's day oh no he said y'all having a good mother's day and karen said yes and then i said you got kids what real loud <laughs> right and i looked at him i said you got kids and uh well i wasn't the one that said yes you were so you the one <laughs> obligated to explain but then he said well y'all both got mothers and i was like touche cashier man yeah i think we quite confused him because we me and roger both looked at each other like you got kids you got kids you ain't telling me about so that was uh that was cute <laughs> but that seems to be the thing every year see mm-hmm. how many people gonna wish karen happy mother's day uh ironically i don't really get wish happy father's day i guess they just don't think black men out here taking care of their kids i don't you know don't, why i don't get wish you don't stick you don't stick around i don't know why i don't get wish happy father's day but, but you, that's for some reason thing. you don't yeah but you know it's one of them things where i'm not trying to be funny a lot of mothers demand it almost like it's mama's day y'all better do something so mm-hmm. you know as children and shit so kids grow up and everybody feels kind of obligated where it's like a mother always sacrifice like fathers never sacrifice shit but good fathers uh, uh fathers that are there period actually um in their child's lives and want to be in their child's lives they actually sacrifice too but for some reason fathers just don't give a shit not trying to be funny well i just still i don't i don't know if that's if that's it i just wonder because it doesn't seem it doesn't care about it i mean when we're out we're never with kids or nothing they just assume you're a mom yeah they just just wish you happy mother's day yeah that's when we we out without the kids somebody babysitting them or something 
i don't know i don't know why that what the math is on yeah I, I wish they would do it to fathers i mean because no, i don't want them to do it i'm just asking i wonder why they don't oh you see what i'm saying like what what is it that makes them when they see like and is it all men or is it just like because i only had the experience of being a black man so do white men do they be like happy father's day sir and it's just like i don't have any kids or and then when they see black men they like i know your ass ain't take care of no kids anyway no. uh what would you like to drink i really think it's just the social response to everything like honestly i think it's mm-hmm. just the social response because race plays no part i'm not gonna say race doesn't play a part because i think race plays a part in why they wish you happy mother's day oh you do mm-hmm. same, oh, same okay. way same way when a black woman gets a job in corporate america people assume she got kids well, that's true that's true yeah there's a yeah, lot of black true. women that are like i don't have kids but that's one of the first questions i get asked when i'm at, at work is you know so hey you got how old are your kids or you know you what, what are your little ones up to it's like motherfucker we've never had a conversation before no i, I don't see no pictures of kids on my desk why are you assuming that i think race does play a part true true and that to an extent yes and i think people assume once you get to a certain age you just have kids mm-hmm. like just period people just assume you just have children okay you're quote unquote in the childbearing age for a lot of people so the end i think that for women particularly that's the way to strike up a conversation like literally they like don't that, that that's that weather conversation where i don't really know what to talk to you about so i talk to you about your kids mm-hmm. you know and the real thing is that i don't really give a fuck about your kids i just want to use that excuse to talk about my kids Mm-hmm. that's really where that conversation goes but yeah but i, I mean I when somebody's your waitress when somebody's your waitress they definitely not thinking that you know when someone's checking out your groceries they're not saying oh good a conversation about my kids no they really they really be thinking they like they think they talking to you you know yeah and like i said i think race plays a part but i really think that's a societal thing where it's mother's day so every woman you just wish her a happy mother's day yeah like i said they don't do it the father so it's just when father's day they do the same promotion but it's not the same you know for mothers it's all about her flowers about her candies they remind you fucking six months in advance and don't forget about your mama but you'll never get to six months in advance don't forget about your daddy mm-hmm. okay all right uh so uh let's go ahead and get into all kinds of news that's happening uh just random stuff uh, speaking of mother's day a malicious stepmom bullied a girl of five years old into accusing her natural mother of sexual abuse after making the child cry and refusing to give her sweets what mm-hmm yeah this makes no sense she forced the girl of five years old to make false sex abuse allegations against her natural mother a girl told police in interviews that her mother had touched her but only after she had been bullied and made to cry by her stepmother her stepmother told the child during a break in questioning that she would get no sweets if she failed to accuse her mother the child made the allegation during her third intensive police interview in just over 24 hours and only after steadfastly denying it for the first two and her mother had that her mother had done anything wrong but the 26 year old mother was arrested and forbidden from seeing her daughter for more than nine months shit yesterday the police interviews of the girl were condemned by the recorder carly henley who said they had been badly conducted and marred by the use of leading questions she addressed she agreed with a social worker who said the interviews were not child focused interviews there being limited opportunity for the child to talk and it was abusive to carry out all three interviews in respect to a five-year-old 
in what was effectively a little more than 24 hour period recorder henley also said the claim of sex abuse by the girl had never been credible following the confession the mother was arrested interviewed and bailed by police both the five-year-old and her two-year-old half-sister were taken from the mother and the five-year-old was put to onto a course of therapy even when police decided three months later that there would be no criminal charges the mother was prevented from seeing the five-year-old wow the police force has not been named by the family court which can hear cases in secret which often suppress the details of officials and authorities involved nor did the judgment by the recorder henley uh indicate whether criminal prosecutions are against the stepmother and father are underway however the judge ruled that the girl should be removed from the home of her father and stepmother and go to live with the maternal grandmother under the supervision of bury council her mother can see her regularly without restrictions so she still didn't get her child back because uh, the child is going to the, the grandmother so it sounds like a like once again parents got in the way of a child's happiness you know the parents not getting along the stepmother framing the mother parents are assholes at times because happy mother day right the the thing about it is that at the end of the day it's about the children and so many parents and step parents and everybody get involved get wrapped up in their feelings and their emotions and how they feel and how you did them wrong and how they hate you and their revenge and using the children as 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 ploys and then shit like that or using the children as tools and chess pieces and shit like that and the child just wants to be goddamn loved and it's one of those things where people just need to mature because that that shit right there should never happen she didn't do anything so you basically framed this woman had her children taken away from her and basically probably she would never get them back in, in her custody yep the mother to court her had a troubled history of mental health which meant her daughter was living with her separated father and stepmother however the mother had made good recovery from her problems the abuse claims against her were made last july the judge said that following oppressive and leading questions uh questioning the father and the stepmother manufactured a case that the girl had been sexually abused by her mother the allegations and recordings of the girl being questioned aggressively by her stepmother were taken to police both the father and stepmother made statements to police the girl was interviewed by police on august 1st and made no disclosure of any abuse by her mother she was interviewed again the next morning and again uh made no disclosure however when she was brought back to the police station just under two hours after the second interview by her father and stepmother and only then she said her mother had touched and hit her so man that's wild right and y'all don't mess this child up for life possibly possibly right so none of the children and adults were named in the news but still that's just that's some vengeful ass shit they need to be fucking thrown in jail both of them Mm-hmm. evil stuff mom uh speaking of mother's day other mother's day news uh majority of women cheat the day after mother's day according to ashleymadison.com site statistics now the problem with this is we found out through the hack last year ashley madison doesn't really have that many women on it mm-hmm. and a large majority of the women on there are just bots that keep the men occupied but <laughs> obviously you can't you can't fuck those robots so of course you know it's it's all automated so i don't know how reliable these numbers are but true they were saying that the numbers uh you know what no i'm not gonna report on this nope 
because their numbers were so fake last time mm-hmm. when they got hacked and it's so fake can you really believe anything they say mm, so i don't know maybe women cheat after mother's day maybe they don't uh it seems like one of those things where it would quote unquote make sense but often just because something makes sense doesn't mean it's true like people still might not do that uh washington post uh published this article by sarah ackerman called uh mother's day is a holiday for wives not single mothers not single moms um she's trying to shit shit on fire she goes into well okay so a lot of times people write these articles and then the editor picks the title and i think releasing this on mother's day is a bit inflammatory right in my opinion right and the title is salacious just by itself it's like we're gonna pick the most salacious title for you to click on like you're saying then you get to reading and you be like why did why the fuck do y'all have this title again yeah and i think also um like because i was having this conversation with somebody on twitter yesterday and she was like yeah well did you read it and i said i did read it but the problem i have with this is the title i think the title is inflammatory Mm -hmm. put it on social media right they know most people won't read it which is a problem you know they know the environment of the internet so i think it is problematic quote unquote Mm -hmm. whenever editors and internet publications decide that they're going to go with the inflammatory route rather than to have substance it used to be the only thing that separated places from like like washington post from tmz the difference of the substance you know like we're not going to be the salacious headline people we're gonna actually try to have some some type of credibility now you know can't tell the difference almost yeah bossip's gut full of kanye or whatever they you know the described pregnancy is just as good as uh the washington post when they put out a piece last week that said um president obama failed to fix racism or something like you read the actual article and it doesn't really have that tone and it's not really about that but mm-hmm. the title that you put on there was inflammatory and you definitely wanted to start this kind of pushback and it's sad you know and but i just for clicks yeah and when i see it i always go this is fucked up anyway so she goes on to talk about her mother's day right mm-hmm. uh, and the thing for her is that she adopted this child and her family doesn't really live close to her okay okay so mother's day number one she's going through all four i think she's had four mother's day this far my daughter she's adopted at six weeks old i'm recovering from a bout of meningitis meningitis uh followed by a second mystery illness uh that leaves me temporarily arthritic weighing less than 100 pounds in excruciating pain i can't even lift my laptop let alone an infant i'm not sleeping and holiday passes without me noticing okay mother's day number two the, my neighbors organize a mother's day barbecue for their wives my then boyfriend is understandably with his mother so i hang around the house all day smelling grilled meat washing bottles and waiting for him when they return his mom wishes me a happy mother's day my boyfriend is silent under my daughter do- until my daughter crawls straight for the box containing his pot stash he lunges towards her with a cup here play with this um okay yeah i mean you could chalk that up to having a shitty boyfriend but you know whatever right uh mother's day number three my friend is in town on the six hour layover it's my it's his birthday he wants to spend it riding around in taxis and down in espresso he heads back to the airport at noon i spend the rest of the afternoon vomiting coffee and car exhaust hoping my two-year-old naps until tomorrow this sound like a you problem honey this ain't got nothing to do with mother's day 
mother's day number four the friday before mother's day my preschooler proudly hands me a card she made to school on the front she has a colored picture of a middle-aged woman driving the station wagon thank you thank you thank you i gush reaching for tape and secure it above my desk no she shrieks dissolving into hysterics it's mine isn't it for me i asked for mother's day she collapses on the floor slob and i returned the card she's four she don't necessarily she's four i understand okay i have realized despite mother being in the title mother's day is a holiday for wives i'm the former but not the latter and for me mother's day is like any other sunday except for the added pressure of pretending how special it is yeah this is a you thing this is a you thing that you wrote an article about to make a you thing a us thing and this is not a us thing this is a you thing yeah i would be curious to know how many single mothers have this type of experience um because see my thing with this was i think while it's specific to her in these four instances Mm -hmm. obviously the general idea that mother's day is sold and commodified as a day to when we like for little girls for women for even for men and for boys it's this idea that uh and and it's definitely kind of heteronormative it's this idea that the husband and the kids all kind of celebrate mom that day Mm -hmm. it's not really sold any other way you know what i mean like a single mother experience isn't really seen as uh, a celebrated experience very often now in practice i think that's not true you know in practice right. I, i've watched many 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 women who are single mothers be uh you know adored and celebrated by their children right. on mother's day now when your child is one through four to five years old maybe they're not capable of that Mm-mm. when you're not with the father uh or when your boyfriend is a a forgettable piece of shit that keeps his weed around and that's the only time he talks to your kid maybe that's probably a part of it too you know Mm -hmm. what i mean but in general i could understand the kind of buyer's remorse buyer's regret of motherhood for a lot of women and so while this woman may not be the best quote-unquote example uh i think her feeling is very valid this idea that um as much as society says we celebrate motherhood we celebrate a certain type of respectable motherhood okay now now okay now that perspective i agree with i think in practice people just celebrate mothers across the board but yeah i do understand because mother's day is very commo- commercialized like i'm talking for very commercialized so like you say if you watch attention to the commercial it's the mom and the bed and the kids and the dad you know st- mostly straight people even though we have all different types of families and all different types of moms these days right. but the you know the dad brings her breakfast in bed you know the kids you know jack up the pancakes and everybody do a hearty hearty hearty, hearty laugh or here's a here's a card mom and she's reading in tears or you know he went to jared and she's in tears you know happy mother's day or you know the kids trick trick her while the dad you know sneaks and sneaks it in her her pudding or whatever the fuck so yes that part i um i agree with i also agree with the fact that uh there are a lot of women who have children and like you say it's one of those things where i did not know what i was getting into and the truth be told when it comes to mother and motherhood 
different people have different experiences and i think my definition is mother's day you just celebrate mothers just period no matter who you are if mm-hmm. you birth a child into a world to this world you're a mother and the thing about it when it comes to mothers and mother's day people excuse me have a tendency to i guess it's, it's, it's mother's day could be mother's day is supposed to be a happy day but mother's day isn't happy for everybody and i think that for some people they reflect on their own personal mothers and for some right. people it's not always a happy <laughs> memories you know everybody does which is why i was like because uh, i saw people being really dismissive of the article and and i it's easy to be dismissive of people that don't fit the mode right like oh she see like i saw someone call her bitter or whatever or jaded and maybe she is bitter and jaded but maybe we have to look at the circumstances that lead to a person feeling that way right, right. because i feel like this is this this relates to the same thing people have with marriage where you're kind of told to be uh it's kind of you're sold a perfect image and so often when people get into a marriage they find out it's not what they thought it was on the outside looking in because you really have to experience it to really understand it and each marriage is different and then we shame these people for feeling outside of what we decide are the acceptable range of emotions for motherhood or Mm -hmm. being a wife or being a husband or whatever so you know i think all she's doing is giving her perspective i really feel like the the title just does the whole piece of huge disservice because it makes it seem as if she's saying all single mothers go through what i'm going through while she did choose to adopt a child in a place where she stays uh, away from family like there's no real support net network around her so while we may look at that and go well obviously this is why you're feeling this way um i think a lot of shit is just sold to us in a very irrational manner and a lot of people buy into it like how many people tell you like oh having kids is the toughest thing you ever do but it, it's it's rewarding you know it's just I, I i you know it's just such a blessing and such a joy not everybody gets that feeling of the blessing and the joy every single day they don't just wake up and go this is so worth it when you're going through it you're creating and putting out this human and then you're responsible for some people it has to be a drag at times right and you're not even allowed to express that it's a drag because that fits outside of the narrative that we want to tell about parenthood uh or motherhood in this case and it's almost even more revolutionary to express this shit because as a mother you're especially pushed into a box where you can't say this shit sucks sometimes okay uh yes uh and to piggyback on some of the things you were saying is one of those things where uh being a mother is and just an experience that you have to experience for yourself because everybody's uh role through motherhood varies because everybody has very different children everybody has very different personalities it's a lot of people having children is the greatest thing that ever happened to them it's a lot of people having children they think about it it was like this shit is a lot of hard work and i nobody told me it was gonna be like this i wasn't mentally ready i wasn't physically ready i wasn't financially ready this is shit people really don't want to get down to and also it's one of those things when it comes to 
uh motherhood like you say it's one of those things where people not only do people pressure mothers people pressure children to feel a certain way about mothers and mm-hmm. and i also have a problem with that when it comes to mother's day because people make people feel bad for not calling their mothers or not responding to their mothers or if they're mad or angry at their mothers and it's one of those things where mothers are people and people do fucked up shit and not all mothers are good not all mothers are loving not all mothers are kind and everybody think that their personal experience with their mother is the only experience and anything outside of that is abnormal like if you be like well i haven't talked to my mother in such such and if she ain't dead or some shit like that everybody looks at you like you're the villain for not talking to your mother and want to quote unquote guilt trip you into cock talking and calling your mother when it's one of the things where you don't really know what i had to experience because i I can speak for me personally it was a period of time in my life where i went for a few years and i didn't talk to my mother at all and i was just as fine and content and it didn't bother me at all and i also went through a period of time where i was just really really close to just not fucking with her no more i was like i have had enough of you and that's the thing children grow up and children become adults (laughs) and children go back and they look and they reflect and they um view things and when they look and they reflect and view things like i said people are human and you can't treat people like shit especially when the particular person has no say so in your actions because you basically are taking care of them and feeding them and shit like that and when they get older where they can do things on their own they're like okay fuck you you know i'm grown i do not have to deal with this i do not have to put up with this abuse i do not have to put up with this and i mean that's from a child's perspective from the child's perspective right i'm just saying from the mother's perspective because i think you know we've talked about it from the child's perspective and it's the same kind of notion that you fit outside of the acceptable range of emotions that we've decided for this holiday so you shouldn't express anything or if you do we're kind of gonna tell you to get back in line right mm-hmm. well that's kind of what they're doing the same thing to moms on this like right. this is just her experience i like it's a downer you know what i mean it sucks that that this is her experience some of the stuff some of the anecdotes in the article i felt were kind of like i like to me the biggest like like check out this one the day before my birthday i asked my daughter are you going to sing happy birthday to me tomorrow completely unaware that her mother has a birthday my daughter thought that i had merely revised the words to the song happy birthday to you tomorrow happy birthday to you tomorrow she sang enthusiastically clapping off beat now i find that to be adorable me too okay but the thing is for some reason in her idea of motherhood or whatever she thought that this child would understand to have this reverence and appreciation for her at this very young age but she's four right i agree okay (laughs) but i think we are sold that type of irrational bullshit constantly yeah like this child just supposed to automatically uh, yeah 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 we're sold that shit we are sold that shit we are sold every day is flowers at home every day is candy and chocolate and they just gonna obey you and they're not gonna buck your children are just gonna uh do whatever you tell for them to do like children don't have personalities like children don't grow and evolve like right. children i mean intelligent. Her, her daughter may grow into a person that really appreciates all the struggles and sacrifice that her mom had for right. maybe depending on how good a mom she is and all these other random variables that go into this shit um but you know for her to say look as a mom for five years now with no man around that was involved with this child because she adopted Mm -hmm. um 
we don't really i don't really have a person or family and my family doesn't live near me there's no celebration for me really on this day it's just another day and it's like cool you know what i mean yeah it is what it is like i don't know why people because i saw people getting kind of offended at the article itself not even the title because i thought the title was offensive right that's my problem <laughs> but then when they read the pieces like well, why what she want us to do you know it's like i mean at the end she does say what she wants you to do when you well-meaningly ask what are your plans for mother's day and i tell you the truth laundry cooking losing my keys reading the newspaper don't feel bad for me just say happy mother's day enjoy and i will there you go like if you really like it's not not everything is something for us to do something about true not always a kickstarter it's not even always a gofundme sometimes it's just like okay that's that person's experience and they just want to express that and it's okay. it might not be my experience it might be a very rare experience but they True. just put into the world this is my experience and i guarantee you when you shit on that idea there are people in your life that are single moms that do have some level of this experience and some level True. of this disappointment you know and we're, we're so quick to dismiss it but you may you don't know who else is reading this going i may not identify with all this shit but i do identify with the idea of not being celebrated you know i do identify with the idea of if i want to celebrate mother's day the onus is on me because there isn't a man there isn't a family there isn't a unit that is going to do that for me you know um you know that being said like i said this is very specific instance for her maybe she could have went down to the cookout without her boyfriend and her and her baby might have been celebrated with the the neighborhood who knows true it sounded like she felt some type of uh mental insecurity about the fact that she didn't have a husband and everybody else there did right you know what i mean and to me personally i feel like mother's day is kind of a community thing Mm -hmm. so this one day most of the community has decided that moms are the shit and we're not going just my mama but all mamas we appreciate that what you put into the world and the effort it takes so if you come down there with your baby to the cookout i feel like people are gonna be like that's right you're a mom kick your feet up have a drink you know let let somebody else handle the kids let, let's take your daughter to go play or something get get on us on the community but if you don't especially if you feel some type of way about the respectability of everything right and the image and shit i can see how it would get in people's head like i ain't got a man i can't go down there you know I, and i realize that most people ain't even thinking twice about you but right. you know you're in your own mind so bad that you end up ruining i guess quote unquote your this day that's designed for mothers because you're in your own mind and truth be told i guarantee you with as big as social media there are places that are like hey you single moms we got a group of single moms is getting together and having a good time and everybody's bringing their kids and we'll just right. celebrate mothers but it's like sometimes people don't actually reach out to these spaces that would actually be welcoming to them yep so i don't know man i you know it takes all kinds of people to do shit and not everybody that is a mom is uh the most positive person about it some people are very realist realistic some people are very pragmatic and some people are insecure you know i don't think we do anybody a service by being like you know you're insecure bitch you know i mean just dismiss them but at the same time i don't think there's any way we can fix it this person probably mm-hmm. needs to talk to somebody or something um you know just to make sure they're in a positive headspace 
in general because i'm sure that shit affects your child you know it's got to be really hard to protect your child from that sort of pessimism or fatalism yeah and children pick up on that without you saying a word yeah and i mean and honestly she might not even really be like that all the time this day brings out a lot of bad shit in people yeah it does and a lot of people don't want to talk about that side of it but you know i see it constantly on social media i see the people that want like i don't talk to my mom and they're you know they're giving their side of it i'm seeing the people who are like uh my mom is dead yeah you know i'm seeing people who are like um you know uh something's going on with custody of my child or something like it's just not always good and we like to pull into the you know like to me it's just easy to ignore if it's not your jam but you know it feels like people really want to make everyone have the same uniformity like i said the headline is the problem i have with it and Mm -hmm. the washington post should be ashamed of themselves because a lot of people gonna miss out on what i thought was at least a an experience worth considering and you know but and i think a lot of people really speak from um a place of privilege with some of this shit because like we do have good moms or we do have good parenting experiences or you maybe you have a good child or something you know like a lot of people speak from a place of privilege to the point where it's like you know where they don't have any mental health issues and shit Mm -hmm. and then it's like they shit on the other people like man just get over it kind of and it's like oh yeah it's because you're pretty much an inconsiderate non-empathetic asshole right and you assume that because your parents with no drug i mean your mama another wasn't on drugs went on alcohol wasn't abusive right you know didn't you know what you wouldn't take from her and put in foster care your mother wasn't mentally ill you just feel like well i love my mama why don't you love yours when it's not you know it's not like that because i come from 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 a a abnormal household like with me and my mama you know with her being mentally ill so you know people who've never had to really deal with that and i'm still dealing with that to today really you know don't even understand you know like uh yesterday i actually uh i called my aunt who i call mama she's the lady that raised me and i had a great time me and her joked and laughing then i called my mama i couldn't even reach her on mother's day because she was out doing activities in the in the uh center that she was in right. so i didn't even get to speak with her yesterday so you know it's just one of those things but you but you know it it didn't bother me right. but i know for a lot of people they take that thing to heart they take it very personal and and i guess my thing for people that have good mothers and mothers that are that haven't abused them and in their right minds so many people take take that for granted right and they just you know not to mention there's a certain level of privilege to not having kids yet true like there's a lot of people that just assume like well when i'm a mom shit gonna be easy Mm-mm. you know what i mean and i'm not saying it won't be it might be for a lot of people it's not not i'm not dismissing that but there's a lot of people that once they have a kid they're like fuck postpartum depression is real yes it is you know um i was reading some studies yesterday one of them said that uh they they were measuring like depression in people and having your first child can be as depressing as losing a spouse i I believe that we don't talk about that no we don't because postpartum depression is real and it's one of those things where I, i i particularly think that uh more women actually need to be taught about that taught about the signs of that taught that it's it's okay you need to go get help 
you know you're not alone but so many women after they have their first child go through go through that and they literally think that they're alone even in the age of the internet because like you say when it comes to motherhood motherhood quote unquote is supposed to be i have a child i'm supposed to smile all the time even though i got to wipe your shitty diaper i'm supposed to smile all the time even though you spitting up on me i'm supposed to smile all the time even though you had a fucking tantrum in the grocery store i'm supposed to put on my happy face at all times regardless of how i feel regardless of what's going on in my mind regardless of what else i haven't going on in my life because i'm a quote-unquote mother i'm supposed to be happy all the time and that's not realistic and because you're constantly being judged off these incremental moments you right. know oh i saw this woman on the train and she told her daughter to shut up and you're like that person's a bad parent and it's like or that's the 57th time and they kind of ran out of patience they had a moment you saw <laughs> right. the worst moment of their parenting that day right that might yeah and it's just easy for us to be like motherfucker take their kids and put them in foster care that's a better place i don't know you right know? because children act. i think they, they did a thing where they say you know between you know like two and four and five children act like acts like why sometimes hundreds of time in a day and if you don't have to and you don't gotta deal with that but if you're the parent why 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 right. after a while you're like you know what because i said so right <laughs> you know because i'm tired of you asking me why you should never say that to a child you should never say that you should always right. it's like yeah sit down and calmly explain to them why yeah if i feel like this if i put this child on repeat for you 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 after a while you'd be like because i said so too right but i just think we do a horrible job um even listening to that kind of shit and then but it's real but you know everybody won't live in this fake this fake pretend world or it never happens to me or the sad part about it is that a lot of women go through shit like this and then when actual women asking for advice they give them terrible as advice or wrong advice and they don't keep it real with them and a lot of women be like well shit i am i must be going crazy because everybody else said this shit was supposed to be like this yeah like i said a lot of times you have to get on the other side of it before you even realize like okay maybe it is more than i thought to us to the shit you know right but uh hopefully you get lucky and you don't have to ever worry about it you know? I, I hope so and i and i and i think for me and the thing is i know a lot of times when i say this people go well people assume i hate kids not that it's just for the fact that i from my perspective i know a child is not a baby doll you can't put a child down and move on with your life a child is a lot of work it's a lot of effort a lot of love you have to put a lot into a child and i'm not saying i can't um but at this point in my life i i just don't want to and it's one of those things where when you do that people just assume you're being selfish no but selfish is having a child and abusing it and not taking care of it you you can't something can't be selfish when it does not exist in the universe um having your first child makes you more miserable than unemployment and or divorce says a study um so yeah um apparently uh, recent scientific studies of parental happiness or lack thereof tell a very different story from the you know bundles of joy that we get sold Mm -hmm. um and one recent survey goes even further finding that the uh the drop in life satisfaction during the year following the first birth of a child is even larger than that caused by unemployment divorce or death of a partner I, you know, I, I believe that. And I think in the society now, particularly, and I'm not knocking their good mommy blogs out there, but a lot of the mommy blogs are, are, some of them are very bully, like bully pulpits, you know, like, 
hey you know if if you know you need to do this you need to do this if you don't do this you're quote unquote a bad mother and you know people are and it's hard when you're constantly being measured on things it's like hey is your child in the best preschool is your child going to the best elementary school and if they're not there's something wrong with you if you know if your child went ashkosh bigash or whatever the fuck it is you know it's, it's a constant pressure versus you just doing what's best for you and your child yep uh of the new mother of those new mothers and fathers whose happiness went down 37 percent reported a one unit drop 19 percent a two unit drop at 17 percent a three unit drop on average new parenthood led to a 1.4 unit drop in happiness that's considered very severe the article goes on to note that such a big drop in happiness is greater than the period following divorce 0.6 percent uh unemployment one unit drop or the death of a spouse which is also a one unit drop in other words these these parents who no doubt love their firstborns more than life itself also felt their parenthood was kind of the pits yeah and and it's it's life-changing all those events are life-changing and having a child is life-changing and when stuff kind of changes your life sometimes it's not always a good or great response and people act like you're less than good parents if you act like this shit is not always uh, sunshine and 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 and, uh, cotton ball clouds all day researchers found that the unhappiness experienced by many couples led them to not have a second child the decision not to deliver another bundle of joy was particularly true of couples who had babies at or past the age of 30 and were more well educated gender had no impact on the respondents answers i believe that um because so. it's actually after the age of 30 it's actually harder on your body mm. after you get to a certain point well yeah lack of sleep relationship right. stress feeling the loss of freedom control over your life right and and it's a lot it's you know because like i say all of a sudden you know your time is their time and you just can't don't have a lot of the freedoms that you had before and um also you know it and, and it's something else that people don't want to talk about sometimes truthfully men can be the problem like your spouse can be the problem of the postpartum depression because like i've dealt i've seen like grown-ass men some of my uncles cut a motherfucking fool and jealous of their own child because all of a sudden the, the child is taking the woman's attention away from them and they they don't know how to handle it and you're like motherfucker you fucking grown what the hell is wrong with you a texas man brings a real gun to a water gun fight and shoots a 15 year old girl oh i guess he won happy mother's day i guess well this happened a while ago okay uh um law enforcement officials in spring texas is that where isn't that where that other girl got slammed at the pool party was that spring oh, texas I too hope not maybe that was a different place i don't know uh said over the weekend they were questioning a man who shot a 15 year old girl who was playing with water guns and they purposely make water guns bright and colorful like they purposely make them where they go hey this is a toy mm-hmm. maybe he uh was his bright and colorful Good evening, i'm Rekha Munaraj. we begin tonight in north harris county where a family gathering took a very bad turn people were playing with toy water guns when at some point a real gun went off a 15 year old girl was shot now this happened at a home just north of the grand parkway east of gosling tim wetzel there live with what he has learned tim 
Rebecca, first off, I can tell you that 15-year-old girl is in stable condition. She is recovering at the hospital right now. Witnesses tell us the family was having a squirt gun fight out here in the front yard when a family friend brought out a gun and somehow it went off. Neighbors tell us the man who's in his 40s either was playing with the gun or dropped it, causing it to fire. Deputies have taken him into custody. It's not yet clear if he will be charged. According to witnesses, though, it all appeared to be an accident. Well, he went to go dry off with his clothes and he had a gun. And so I guess he was mess he was messing with it and it shot the girl in her collarbone. And everybody was in panic. The girl was in shock and the ambulance came and the cops came and everything just broke out when she got shot. And a few minutes ago, family members returned to the home here. They tell us that girl is doing better, but then we asked about the accident. They wouldn't talk about it, saying that they want privacy. Certainly uh, very good that bullet appears to have missed the girl's major organs. Certainly a very scary situation here in North Harris County. Live in North Harris County, Tim Wetzel, KHOU 11 News. All right, Tim, thank you so much. Why the hell do we need so many guns? I mean was this was was she a bad guy with a water gun and he's a good guy with a real gun i mean what's the rules yeah somebody said he ain't a family friend no more you got damn right he ain't right might have been a family enemy before that uh police are seeking child victims after arresting spanish porn king director Oh. An investigation was launched after a minor lodged a complaint alleging she had been asked at a Madrid bar to appear in porn films. Police in Spain yesterday said they were trying to identify children who had been forced to appear in pornographic videos after they arrested the country's king of porn. The investigation was launched after a minor lodged a complaint alleging she had been asked at a Madrid bar to appear in porn films. While she accepted at first, she subsequently refused still she was forced to film such scenes after consuming drugs wow press reports named director ignacio alinde fernandez or torbe as he is known oh i've seen his movies damn this nigga was fucking oh wow adding that he been remanded in custody pending further police inquiries Mm-mm-mm. Police who are appealing for witnesses to come forward to help identify potential child victims described a man detained on the 25th of April as famous director and producer of Spanish porn films. He faces allegations of sexual abuse of children, dissemination of child pornography, and human trafficking. Shit. Ooh. You know what's so wild? he filmed all types of porn. What? Here's one thing. You were known as the king of porn. Right, the king of porn. You were filming yourself. He's not that attractive of a man, but mm-hmm. he was filming himself having sex with all kinds of beautiful women for money mm-hmm. for a living and he was like nah this ain't enough i gotta do child porn man i got wow. to get into the child porn genre the, the you can't even sell is the child what porn. the real money is apparently i i don't know it, he just could he was like this this life is not good complete until i have some sex with some children i'm sorry spain's el pais daily Described Torbay as the country's main producer of pornography after the director's arrest, investigators found on the main server of one of his companies several pornographic videos featuring protagonists who were minors. Torbay has frequently appeared in lengthy interviews with Spanish media, boasting about having contributed to professionalizing amateur pornography. In an interview with El Confidencial, 
uh online daily in 2014 he said he had struggled when he began his career to find women who were willing to work with him now they are the ones who come to me he says describing the financial crisis that struck spain's 2008 spain in 2008 as an opportunity for his business that allowed him to cut costs so it's like now nah, i don't pay them hoes too much right that's what that means uh spanish police in october launched a big operation against child pornography arresting 81 men across the country who are suspected of having exchanged sexual photos and videos of minors over the internet damn damn that motherfucker had it all he just blew it up oh, to jail you go motherfucker ain't that the truth uh <laughs> let's see what else happens um oh Sinead o'connor is getting into it with arsenio hall okay yeah i know i love That's the 80s weird combo i know uh <laughs> <laughs> Sinead o'connor accused arsenio hall of getting prints on the very same drugs that may have un- ultimately led to his dra- death uh which is funny because they're saying it was like prescription painkillers but Sinead o'connor was trying to apply it was like illegal cocaine and shit the accusation led to the former talk show host calling Sinead O'Connor out on her bullshit and threatening a lawsuit against the singer for defamation. But it looks like Sinead ain't stunting none of that. Uh, she posted on Facebook regarding Arsenio, and she spelled it arse like ass, arsenio oh. Hall's laughable threats. I'm more amused than I've ever dreamed a person could be and look forward very much to how hilarious it will be watching him trying to prove me wrong. I'm also very happy to notice that the DEA have taken me seriously enough to be thoroughly questioning all of Prince's friends and aides from the last 30 years as to his known history of hard drug use and where he obtained his drugs. I do not like drugs. I do not like drugs killing musicians and I do not like Arsenio Hall. He can suck my dick that is if he isn't too busy sucking someone else's dick smiley face Ooh, i think that's about the rumors that him and eddie murphy was gay oh uh i'll say this man one sinead o'connor's wow that is she don't give a fuck Mm -mm. um but uh two uh much like suicide i'm always kind of I find our human inclination to want to blame somebody right to be very odd and misplaced like we always have to have a reasoning like it couldn't be that prince was a drug addict or he od'd or he accidentally or you know he had a hip replacement he was living in constant chronic pain like it could it couldn't be that you know what i mean like it, it, we we couldn't just be like this is unfortunate and leave it at that someone gotta go to jail someone gotta get in trouble like that is justice like he was killed like someone came in his house and killed him is how we've decided to handle shit but these people are adults mm-hmm. and they make choices and the choice is the choice you know what i mean if i die y'all can't go attack mcdonald's that's not their fault you know what i mean if somebody like you just can't be like patrice o'neill died somebody sue hardy's like no nah, man people make decisions they're adults they go out of their house every day if you do cocaine every day you can't be like well if it wasn't for arsenio hall i never would have tried cocaine like he's prince if, if it now it wasn't cocaine or whatever but if it was how would that be anybody else's fault with his i know right we gotta live with that shit man it sucks yes sir but you gotta live with it man people are responsible for their own shit so anyway 
Sinead O'Connor was tripping. Uh, let's see what else happened. Uh, Demi Lovato got into it on Twitter with Nick, I mean, on Instagram over a Nicki Minaj picture. So, starting to look like Demi oh. might have some serious issues. I know my sister. Uh, Demi Lovato is well we've talked about her before um, she got into it with uh, Zendaya I believe she talked about Zendaya being too skinny and being a bad example to girls and all this stuff you don't remember that? I do but what did she do? Uh, I don't know why are you whispering? Is somebody else in this house? No I just want to know what, what did she do like I've, I, like I've heard her name but like did she do anything? i mean i think she's a singer okay so i mean she has music and stuff uh i don't really know much about her she's also i think used to be an actress and maybe even a child star at some point so um you know i don't know much about her uh her number one song on title is confident Mm, she got a song with iggy azalea called kingdom come so i don't know anyway she apparently um was mad at Nicki minaj because Nicki minaj took a picture with demi lovato and um d- designer jeremy scott the only problem is Nicki only tagged jeremy scott uh and demi noticed it and thought it was a diss and left a comment under the photo which was crying laughing emoji peace emoji and thumbs up emoji then later she took the same picture she posted a caption under it and said this picture very much this picture pretty much summed up my first and probably last met uh met gala hashtag cool hashtag so fucking awkward hashtag not for me hashtag sweatpants hashtag forensic files hashtag what's good um so apparently um she's now saying that she started ranting about the situation because she's blaming it on her bipolar disorder Mm-mm. i don't believe you she tweeted out maybe my midnight rants are part of my bipolar disorder can't change being crazy but you can press unfollow uh nikki squad the barbies i think that's what they call them started showing up in her mentions she said sometimes there's more to the story um i don't know man she's i mean she went off on um didn't she go off on uh taylor swift saying she didn't support kesha and then later it was revealed taylor swift actually helped pay part of kesha's money for her court costs oh, that's that chick yeah uh, and then so this, okay so this sound like this is a thing yeah sound like she goes off on a hand on people and she didn't take any of that shit back you know mm-hmm. she was clearly wrong yes sir she says or maybe i rant online because people assume they know things and their entitlement to know makes me feel obligated to defend myself uh say what now sis <laughs> she might need to align her energies uh i'd rather annoy people with my honesty and loud opinions than stay silent and be fake as fuck hashtag last tweet of the night hashtag going to sleep and then right after that she tweeted at least i'm honest so i guess it wasn't the last tweet tweet of the night or going to sleep (laughs) she she lied or maybe i rant online because people assume they know things and time makes me obligate to defend myself um um yeah so uh good luck man good luck with that 
yeah so uh yeah man so don't if you take a picture with Dude Lovato, make sure you tag her you better you gonna have problems she has the time (laughs) apparently she does she ain't that busy Mm -hmm. um let's see what about let's talk about a different topic uh where's my music for guest stories uh do 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 take your time spotify no need to worry about it uh all right, here we go. right guys lgbtq news um rupaul kicked kaya out of drag con for making transphobic comments good that's right the same kaya that talks shit about beyonce right right you may know her from such hits as my neck my back and my neck my back the remix right and my back my neck my back the radio edit Mm -hmm. uh she recently informed her 27 fans that rupaul and organizers of her drag con event were removing her from the lineup because of her past transphobic comments that she had made flagrantly uh so apparently uh she basically got caught out there you know people use you know and this is what happens in 2016 somebody books you for something people have receipts Mm -hmm. and now it's like oh no you can't do that right so you making these outlandish statements and you just fucking your own money up dog yeah so rupaul posted uh where it said meet kaya kaya uh scheduled to appear and then she edited in refers to drag queens as punks and sissies and women with dicks Uh, (laughs) so apparently she can't go and then kaya put it on her instagram and said damn now i'm the principal i'm in the principal office and i can't go to drag con because the sissy and pucks are scared for their lives crying laughing emoji you not help the situation out well i guess you don't need that check apparently not you know that target cashier check is every week just fine uh north carolina does say that it will defy the justice department over the lgbt law of course saying we're not gonna be bullied 
Yeah, so basically, fuck the people of the state that's actually suffering. And you will not bully us out of our right to bully. Right. And PayPal was like about to sign the dotted line and bring, you know, a few hundred dollars. PayPal immediately was like, we ain't even coming to your state no more. You had the NBA talking about, well, the All Star game might not come. You're like, fuck it. Yep. They canceling uh, concerts and shit here. Right. None of it matters because pat mccrory and his uh you know his his crew they're all funded by the coke brothers and shit like that they don't care right no nobody here this is what i wish i could get people to understand about what's going on in our state Mm -hmm. the people who have these offices didn't campaign on this nope this was never brought up during any debates Mm mm-hmm these motherfuckers just took it upon themselves once they got into the office they were bought and paid for they decided to enact restrictive legislations that have nothing to do with the actual um citizens of the state and what the state the state decides yeah because they don't care citizens didn't vote for them to have the most restrictive punitive unemployment in america they you know right. they took that upon themselves vote right laws these aren't even voters initiatives guys they're nope. not even asking the public like they didn't would never went on about it we didn't see nothing about this shit right it's so fucking frustrating it's one of the reasons that it ticks me off so bad to hear bernie sanders and his crew of people that support him right off southern states my state voted for obama in 08 and we elected a democratic uh governor you know like this state is just is not some it's not fucking uh you know um it's not it's not a third world country down here Mm-mm. and we're part of the united states of america too <laughs> yes we and are we have a lot of people down here who are fighting a good fight to try to uh keep the uh, this 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 uh state uh liberal democratic or moderate or however and you have people who were elected on completely different p- platforms and what they're mm-hmm. um passing these laws for and pat mccrory especially should be ashamed of himself he was the mayor of charlotte right. when he was the mayor of charlotte they used to talk bad about him republicans would be like yo this dude not a real republican because he's way too liberal socially and that's because our our, st- our our city is basically a democrat city yeah it is it's, it's a very black city it was no way he could have gotten elected if he would have been just some fucking bigot like this but the second he got that that governorship he completely went uh you know and maybe he wants to be president that's why he's doing it i don't know but he completely went full bigot because he his pockets will be fine no matter what happens to our state no matter right. how much business he loses nothing's going to happen to his lifestyle his house will get bigger his cars will get nicer Mm -hmm. his children will go to better schools and it doesn't and he doesn't even have to believe this shit not a second of this has to be something he believes in so when you see these things in these states and you just go well they're not gonna vote democrat in november anyway remember that not everybody living here is cool with this shit and a lot of us are fighting and we need a person that's in office that's gonna fight too yeah we do and they actually basically it's probably gonna go up to the supreme court uh this because they basically said they basically was well they're suing each other i have more news to this but they're suing each other the doj is suing north carolina north carolina is suing the department is suing the government of the united states basically um also all over discrimination of this trans bill and i think this was the plan from jump i think the people who sponsor pat mccrory they know he's going to lose in november like he knows he's going to lose 
this is just him going for broke here because they're basically using this as an example to get something to the supreme court which right. is probably going to lose there too because ding 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 we don't have motherfucking uh enough justices you know what i mean and if they if they don't do it it's going to be deadlocked at best if they if we if i mean if they don't allow uh obama to confirm a justice is going to be deadlocked at best if they do it'll probably be a justice that is at least moderate to fair-minded which for right-wing republicans might as well be fucking the most liberal left-wing commie motherfucker to them right or it get so far and they might decide not even to look at it right so it's like this is all for the that game that they're playing and we end up getting caught in the middle of it suffering and it sucks to see that our state gets this reputation i don't think people should lay off i i I like when people talk shit about the state because i think uh it it does it does it said it does good to hear how other people feel that this is like such a fucking draconian right. institution to even try to 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 put this on the people it, it's just it's 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 the entitlement the, the the bigotry the the just uh the evil it's just evil man and so i'm glad that loretta lynch is um going to uh uh they're gonna file suit against and penalize our state for what's for state-sponsored discrimination keep in mind part of the things we could lose is funding for schools right these people put the children behind the bigotry like they like i'd rather be a bigot what shut up i'd rather be a big my right to be a bigot is more important than my kids education Mm -hmm. that's how a lot of these people feel down here (sighs) man it's fucking and it's it's frustrating it irritates it makes you mad because you're like hey i never got a chance to vote on this this was never about to me y'all fuckers got together and decided within 24 hours to pass this shit and the 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 sad part about it you have other states literally looking at us as an example so depends on what happened here will actually determine if this shit basically go across the country right this unenforceable ridiculous law come on and the and the bullshit is it the bullshit about it is that y'all using this but y'all also piggybacking other shit that affects other groups minimum of wage that it also freezes minimum wage it also uh allows uh it freezes the right to 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 sue uh for discrimination if you're wrongfully fired uh and they had to reinstate that but they still haven't reinstated the minimum wage and they still haven't repealed the bathroom part um the department of justice sued north carolina on monday seeking a permanent injunction to block the law and a declaration of it that it is discriminatory more than 800 million dollars in federally backed loans and public universities are at risk if north carolina refuses to comply with the federal government according to the associated press the university of north carolina system could lose more than 1.4 billion dollars of federal funding that's a lot of money a lot of schools can't afford that no they can't they'll end up closing yeah federal state can't afford that mm-hmm like this is ridiculous for some fucking bigotry <sighs> anyway um all right let's go to our next segment um but i had to cover that because that yeah that just makes you mad <laughs> right it makes you upset um speaking of making people upset We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. 
that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go around and we assign point scores from zero to 100 and intervals of 25 for articles that we find all over the globe that fuck with black people today's contestants everybody all right let's see who we got here who's next on the summer jam screen a university <laughs> a university has expelled two students and suspended one because they're accused of lying about a racial attack um this is sad uh two new york college students were expelled and the third was suspended for two years after they allegedly lied about a supposed racially motivated incident aboard an albany bus the university president said thursday i remember this on social media and i and a lot of people were like y'all need to cover this and i was like not yet yeah let's see how that pans out with a lot of this shit i like to kind of put it on the back burner because you just never fucking know you hope for the i mean honestly it's a bad situation either way right either everybody's telling the truth and it's another racial. oops sorry either everybody's telling the truth and it's another racial injustice or somebody lying and it's still fucked up Mm -hmm. all right let me see if i could play this um article morning ladies 20 year olds asia burwell ariella gudio and alexis briggs didn't say a word as they walked into the albany county courthouse they're accused of assault harassment and falsely reporting an incident in the racially fueled cdta bus attack i think it's definitely an overreach i think it's now becoming more of a political persecution supporters of the women packed the courtroom as well saying they don't believe this case is getting a fair shake the three were Albany students at the time and initially claimed that they were the victims of an attack in the early morning hours of January 30th. The attack on the CDTA bus was reported as a group of students, including white men, were assaulting and hurling racial slurs at the three women who are black. That sparked an outrage and protest on the Albany campus. However, the charges paint a different picture, alleging that Burwell, Agudio, and Briggs were the aggressors in a fight that was caught on video. Have you really seen the tape? All right, that's a great question. Protesters questioned the video, saying no one knows what really happened before the students got on the bus. One UAlbany professor says she also analyzed the video without audio, and body language, she says, is crucial. There was an entire context around what the public has really jumped on, and that is the very end of the fight where Ariel is defending herself. The three women were indicted on Monday after negotiations fell through. Part of a plea agreement included having the women apologize. So it almost sounds like they're saying we're not going to apologize, so we didn't take the shit to trial so maybe they still do feel like hey we told the truth and the university wants us to plead out and say that we did something wrong and we don't think we did anything wrong um because the shit gets murky you know what i mean especially with uh if if what the white people are accused of doing is verbal insults and then you come in and you get physical legally they probably will be like yep mm -hmm, see look at these black people attacking these white people it's like well there's no audio on the fucking video who knows what they were saying that's true it might be a reason i came back on the bus and was like say that shit to my motherfucking face you know what i mean um so yeah i don't know as he said versus she said in this joint and um it's become completely racially charged it's definitely political at this point 
because mm-hmm. once you have people marching now you got people that weren't even fucking interested in it that just hate to see black people organize to defend black women period true you know what i'm saying like there's there's gotta be a ton of people that are just like i didn't give a fuck with till black lives matter show you know everything's black lives matter you know? <laughs> everything till black lives matter showed up yeah i care right so i don't know man i feel pretty fucked with man um and it doesn't sound like they admitted to any lies or anything so i still believe them um a hundred for me feel like this is intimidation they trying to kick them out of school and they trying to force them to apologize and they said no and it's like well they get the fuck out of school as more intimidation even though it doesn't seem that anything is decisive from the video i saw and it didn't even happen on campus did it no it happened on a bus but it seems that uh that that video is not definitive proof that if anything it proves that they were in an altercation and they hit some people but it doesn't prove that they started shit because they want to have they don't even have an audio anyway uh zero to 100 for you yeah it's a 100 because one of the things where you don't really it's so many questions that probably we'll never get the answers to mm-hmm and it's one of those things where you kind of taking these women out to dry, but what about the other people that are involved? I hear nothing about them. Yeah. Hundreds of well-wishers uh, donate 2,000 euro. I actually think it's more than that now. I think it's at 6,000. To a waitress who, refu- who was refused a tip by racist black Oxford student because she was white. What? Hundreds of well-wishers have donated money to a waitress to cover the tip of a black a black Oxford student refused to pay because she was white. Ashley Schultz, 24, was reduced to tears when wait Ntokozo I hope I pronounced it right Ntokozo Kwabe, a leader of the campaign to remove a Cecil Rose statue at Oxford, and a friend wrote on their cafe bill, "We will give tip when you return the land." <laughs> the hell is wrong with people that's actually hilarious that was wrong but hilarious <laughs> well you return to land that is funny he bragged online that he had made her cry typical white tears leaving him unable to stop smiling because something so black and wonderful had happened oh man that that is fucked up though very um, the incident last week at obs cafe in western cape south africa was has ignited a backlash against mr Kwabe, who was branded a racist bully miss schultz friend says she had already been feeling low as her mother has cancer oh they they wouldn't found this white woman's backstory <laughs> we're gonna find out everything about you <laughs> we talked to her friends they said she was very depressed because on mother's day her child thought it was her birthday <laughs> yes sir <laughs> one said she has a very sick mother she cares for and had to move flat recently and is worried about all of this she did burst into tears because she is having a tough time at present online campaign sprang up to tip the waitress and last night her pledges topped two thousand euro stacy lee wood a friend of miss schultz said this is so sweet of everyone that donated that other idiot mr kwabe still needs to be slapped though south african mr kwabe is a Rhodes scholar at oxford university meaning he receives money from the Rhodes estate to study but he is also one of the leaders of the Rhodes must fall movement which wants the statue of the 19th century imperialist removed from the oreo college uh one of the online campaigns was triggered by an outraged south african seal Ngo- Ngobis. okay Ngobis 
uh who uh decided to pay the tip himself and said kwabe is someone that claims to speak to the downtrodden and the disenfranchised yet he has audacity to bully a working class young woman i just wanted to make a small gesture to show south africans that if we love and respect each other it makes our country great in his incendiary facebook post last thursday mr kwabe boasted he and his friend are a radical not his friend who is a radical non-binary trans black activist had refused to pay the white woman a tip instead leaving the note mr kwabe wrote she sees the note and starts shaking she leaves us and bursts into typical white tears he said a male waiter then approached the table to annoy us more with his own white tears telling us that he finds our act racist he added it is irrelevant whether you personally have land wealth or you don't get to your fellow white people and mobilize them to give us the land back hundreds have condemned him online charmaine rollins wrote i cannot believe an educated person educated with a white racist grant by the way could stoop this low please tell ashley we that is all south africans who do not tolerate racism stand with her and others who do an honest day's work for next to nothing adrian cotezi said uh it is wait said it is a sad day that someone that is as privileged to receive a scholarship cannot appreciate how hard someone that isn't as blessed to has to work to achieve an education that he is taken for granted miss schultz cannot be reached for comment zero to a hundred can that's that's fucked up there yeah the note was funny mm-hmm. but the situation itself is very fucked up yeah i gotta give it a hundred too and fuck him right you know that shit was wrong yes it was and it was racist yeah first of all don't take your ass out to eat if you're not tipping come on period that's just rude manners in general uh second of all not every white person is responsible for the motherfucking um state of racism and systemic prejudice in the country so certainly not somebody making fucking 275 an hour no they have nothing to do with that like you're just picking on the least of people to try to like make some type of point but it's not a really making a point Mm-mm. uh just being an ass yeah you're just being a dick like that shit that shit was stupid mm-hmm. that's a hundred man you know right, he should have been called out for it yeah like and maybe he thought he was just doing a joke or something and now he's trying to stand behind it as some type of political statement but that shit was just corny Mm-hmm. agreed yeah damn nigga ashy ass decision making was that <laughs> I, and i don't really care about the hypocrisy of him taking a rose scholarship while thinking rose imperialism needs to be banned or whatever i don't care about that and i also noticed the slight they tried to put in there with the like an activist who claims to be a non-conforming trans black activist like why do y'all care so much about that kind of shit you know what i mean it's not gonna hurt your feelings at all that somebody doesn't want to be called he or she or they want to be called they or they want to be called by their first name or whatever the fuck it really doesn't change anything about that person they are a dick because they co-signed that not tipping shit right it's not like the person did a bad job or said something racist to them they just decided because you're white you never represent all white people and i'm gonna say some fuck shit to you that's whack right when you would have a fit it was the other way around yeah but i do notice all that other shit but anyway it was funny but that shit was super whack and i don't think it helps anybody to do super whack shit like that Mm -mm. in the name of you know race or whatever i don't think it's like if that's the extent of if that's activism then i 
i truly do not get it and i'll just be happy to say i don't get it and i don't agree with that because i don't know why somebody would do something so stupid Correct. um <clears throat> like you definitely couldn't eat out with me and write that shit on a motherfucking tab nigga no Mm-mm. yeah yeah if you if, yeah if you don't tip me with us that'd be the first and last time we ever go out right well she's white what's the fuck what that got to do with anything did she call you a nigger or something between meals i didn't i didn't see it did she right. can i fill up your drinks nigger okay you can write give us the land back i agree but <laughs> if she just is did she her hitting? right she just did oh, her motherfucking job because i don't stand for that shit when somebody says it to a black person and we've seen right. that anyway fox news fans found out that malia obama is going to harvard so they called her a nigger of course of course. of course of course but you can't say my nigga out of speech okay mm-hmm. uh yeah she is uh 17 and she's a senior and she's gonna take a year off i think um and then she's gonna um oh, so you graduated early huh mm-hmm. and then i think she's going to harvard um so good for her mm-hmm. uh, of course eggs on twitter did not agree Mm-mm. another academically challenged affirmative action parasite steals a place from a qualified white or asian student we will love to know how did she score on her gpa question mark 1k points for her skin color 200 for affirmative action and the rest for her last name apparently this person does not know how a gpa works no, no they do not typically they stop at four sometimes five if weighted <laughs> they don't know they, they don't. don't have 1k points and 200 for affirmative action Shh, they don't know that gpa and test scores can only be used to evaluate white asian indian people all others are accepted if they can fill out the application that's right they can't believe that a private school educated child of uh ivy league parents uh could be smart enough to get into the school while being black not to mention pretty sure they didn't have a problem with george w bush uh getting into the school he got into with a c average with a c average um because he's white if it were honorable it would surrender that school spot to a needy citizens man racist people in spelling right and crazy people in spelling yeah what's up with y'all y'all just feel like the grammar rules are just suggestions huh yep probably staying out for a year so she can help her parents carry out the furniture and dinnerware when they leave the white house and then someone responded to that typical i wonder if she applied for a mud slime or a foreign student or just a nigger uh what i like about that one is he put two at signs for the g's and ah, niggas. Cause he, put, he said oh, he said i don't want them to flag me if they're going through trying to kick people out i'm sure she's being fed a stem of celery with two grain muffins for lunch as according to by her man thing mother sasquatch so now they're attacking michelle obama uh trying to say she's not attractive and, and saying she's manly uh hopefully she gets cancer or aids or one of those colored diseases there is a reason for being taking a gap year usually it's because of immaturity the child is not mature enough for college notice there is no mention of what she intends to do in that year curious we probably will see for ourselves that she does 
what she does at the high school graduation one trend now is to take a year off for overseas or domestic community volunteering lots of kids do it now and then someone responded you sound like obama's third child do what they do best start breeding who gives a crap about a little monkey so it just it goes on and on from there zero to a hundred can 25 for me 25 i don't know why just felt like i knew that shit was coming like that wasn't even top five racism i bet they aggravated the least racist ones oh yeah 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 they, they didn't give us the good ones you know that they, they you know they filtered out the, i found more racism when i searched tub and nigger um uh, when she got on the 20 i believe it so mm, i don't know that that's, one that's just from the website yeah they didn't do the tweets the tweets would have been good yeah that didn't that didn't move me the way the other ones did anyway now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts live we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is uh, racist racist as hell all right guys let's get into number one con ed rescinds a woman's job offer over a sexy instagram photo Mm. shocking a long island woman says con edison zapped her job offer because of a bare-breasted instagram photo samantha chirichella 26 that's the name of west islip islip i don't know how to pronounce that said she was ready to start a seventy thousand dollar a year job as a staff investigator in con ed's legal services department until a background check turned up a picture of her bearing a breast for an art exhibit chirichella says a in papers filed in manhattan supreme court that the picture posted three years ago is art and not porn and con ed is really rescinding his offer because of sexual orientation the photo shows a mirror image of a nude woman nibbling at an aroused naked breast yes it does <laughs> i could tell it's a nipple because my mouth is drooling it was shown in a gallery as part of a larger art show that featured the photography of a cherry of a cherry chella friend the work was no more sexually explicit than the works of da vinci titian or michelangelo and less explicit that than photos published in sports illustrated cherry chella's lawyer arthur schwartz says in court papers the suit charges that con ed discriminated against chiricello for her sexual orientation because on instagram in the comment section another friend asked chiricello about the photo and if she was a lesbian and chiricello indicated that she was we're reviewing the matter now a con ed spokesman said monday night guess the race race of mrs what is her first name samantha chiricello 26 um let's see what they say uh can i don't know what race that is uh she forgot to tag them on instagram white (laughs) (laughs) demi lovato was like i disagree (laughs) really really white white it's a little like a lot of white going on here spanish says prita uh or prieta um the correct answer is let's see white the correct answer is she is latino 
some of you got it right let me find a picture i can use for she's you guys pretty. oh she's extremely pretty man um sad that uh sad that uh shit went down that way um people just so like we still have such a puritanical society mm-hmm. you know it's i think it's still kind of weird that we um look into people's like facebook and twitter and shit and go oh this person's holding a drink uh i don't think we can hire this person to work at this job right that has nothing that has nothing to do with their job and the thing is uh you know it's now to the point not all jobs but you know some jobs are like well hey i want to see your social media no yeah for what for why i it's particularly if if my job is not to go out and represent you no right and i know uh instagram has a policy about nibbles anyway so i'm surprised she got that picture by but it must be art if they let it go through because they be hating they were like titties ooh, get those out of here yeah especially rihanna they were like no girl no get those out of my face you are kicked off <laughs> it's like samson and uh half bait a titty ooh. <laughs> um all right let's see how about this one um an ohio man shot up his own home after imagining a burglar oh imagining yeah gotta get more people gotta get guns guys that's what we need in america only thing that could have stopped them was a good version of him with a gun <laughs> if you say so a man in warren ohio was facing charges after he shot up his own home because he feared the noises could be a burglar he uh was 28 years old he's uh william chester he contacted 911 to report a possible break-in officers arrived at the scene and found him waiting in his car chester told the officers that he became paranoid after hearing cars drive past his home and knocking sounds coming from his windows uh, according to the police report believing that noises in his home could be a burglar chester said that he ran into one of the uh, upstairs bedrooms jumped from a two-story window and then fled to a neighbor's home to call police um police at the scene observed that the front door was kicked in and several windows were broken after noticing the smell of gunpowder they observed bullet holes in the stairway wall an ak-47 and spent cell chasings were found laying on the floor in the hallway near the stairway well don't want to give them no mystery to solve damn <laughs> also a 38 special revolver was also recovered officers said that chester admitted to firing both guns because he suspected that a burglar was making noises by breaking into his home uh the police report reported that marijuana and other drug contraband were found at the scene you don't say <laughs> open and shut case he was charged with dis- disarming the firearm in the city limits uh officers are determined also determined that he had an outstanding warrant of one thousand one hundred and three dollars of traffic fines yeah, damn. and now he's being held in jail guess the race of mr william chesser um dude shot up his own house uh let's see what they had to say in the chat room impossible white man on meth Aww. thug white <laughs> stopped on the call on the way to call the police on his black neighbors <laughs> saw a suspicious suspicious thing of my my neighbor was out cutting his grass Mm-mm. i think i think i gotta call the police on this oath keepers leadership couldn't wait to shoot up a brother instead of his arm white 
the correct answer is and all of you did get it it's white if that don't beat all let's go to the bonus round what (laughs) what the hell it's one of my one of my songs is missing oh i moved it okay i didn't mean to do that there we go now double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race for the bonus round against the race so far everybody's all over the place mostly two for two but uh we will see what is going on after this mm-hmm y'all getting nervous because i'm getting groovy all right let's see how about um how about this one professor whose secret porn star life called uh who's a a secret porn star called old nick was uncovered (laughs) (laughs) was uncovered when a student recognized him in an x-rated film and now he has quit his university job old nick i hope his real name wasn't nick the university oh not either you know give him a little mystery give him a chance to solve it oh no how come you didn't go by like dick slanger or something so people would be like name up yeah young hung low the university professor who was unmasked as a porn star working under the stage name old nick after he was spotted has resigned from his job nicholas goddard a respected chemical engineer lecturer at the university of manchester was revealed to be living a double life as an adult film actor at the student recognized him in a film probably might be making more money being on nick and the professor <laughs> well he's getting double the money i mean that's you know. true although the university initially suspended the divorced father of three whose academic career spans almost 35 years while they investigated the matter it emerged today that professor goddard has now formally resigned it emerged last week that millions of people across the world have watched the lecturer performed as old nick in dozens of pornographic ah! films which he recorded while working at the university but his career moonlighting as a porn star only came to light when a student recognized him in one of his films another of the students wrote online the day i found out i was doing the afternoon ritual of mine watching pornography when i suddenly came across a strange video it seemed like an ordinary clip except the guy appeared to resemble nick professor goddard similar build and hair the first disturbing sign of confirmation was the oddly recognizable voice then i saw the video's title busty teen lolly fucks old nick outdoors (laughs) but the realization came when i noticed all his distinct mannerisms and gestures it was nick for the first few minutes i couldn't believe my eyes the very idea was disturbing i had to show it to somebody to prove it wasn't my mind playing tricks i guess they took the part out about after after i masturbated to completion Mm -hmm. i had to conform somebody oh and it was not for in the video of the world's biggest adult site Pornhub, professor goddard can be seen reclining on a rug in a garden wearing sunglasses and a pair of black underpants co-star lolly a young russian blonde in a yellow polka dot bikini begins to massage him with sun cream oh snap now you have a nice body the professor tells her Uh, uh, uh. i know she replies in a heavy russian accent 
you can guess how much how 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 the eight minute tale continues eight minutes that's it y'all huh? got the y'all got the quick version i guess he older you know he ain't got time for all that shit let's get straight down to the fucking professor got it revealed last week that he had quit the adult film business in january because it became too much it's just too much pussy man i tell you it was just, ah! had to align my images yeah, i take care <laughs> start taking them drugs a statement released by his by, my bosses today says nick professor nick goddard has resigned from his position at the university uh with effect april 1st 2016 don't don't resign on april fool's day now nobody will believe you <laughs> no the couple like he coming back right did he show up monday his teaching and supervision duties will be undertaken by other colleagues between now and april 1st so i'm assuming they'll have mr marcus come in teach a couple classes oh no no uh, <laughs> no no wesley pipes no <laughs> turn the shillivish to yeah. page 12 and make it nasty let me show you how to fuck with your white socks on what <laughs> i did not come here for this <clears throat> let me tell you let me show you how to talk nasty to him turn your cap to the back does that ain't no you're serious what <laughs> I, I i'm here for chemical engineer I, what 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 is what is happening in this class today uh professor goddard married in 1981 a few years after graduating oxford the son of a clerk at the old ministry of labor which became the department of employment he had three children with his wife christina the couple were together for 25 years till they separated in 2006 his family uh was apparently unaware of his other job which involved him having sex with dozens of women often wearing only a gold watch he is believed to have started his second career following a divorce professor goddard appeared in a number of academic videos on the university's website and has published scores of scientific <laughs> papers during his career got my gold watch in my gold chain in my <laughs> gold wrapper on my condom right uh he is the lead tutor on three courses having taught chemical engineering for nearly 25 years professor goddard said he didn't get paid much during his stand as an adult movie star but he did get travel expenses they was flying this nigga out guess the race race of mr nick goddard old nick uh what they call him uh check the chat chat room (laughs) uh perhaps he can get a job at ball state nothing professor white oh sounds like old bald white freak old nick is slang for the white devil old nick little dick white big dick nick is white old nick sound like an old white man porn name (laughs) <laughs> discovered when he kept saying bueller when coming oh. <laughs> white for sure uh the correct yes, answer sir. is white <laughs> brown chicken brown cow yes i see you old nick hey man that's better than tender you know he was like if i can't get on tinder i can get on these young tenders through the porn game uh they was flying his old ass out to be male talent too so apparently he's doing something right hey that's somebody fantasy right mm-hmm. i don't know who's but i ain't judging look y'all like to see these old men getting these 19 year old russian ladies that is your business and the privacy of your own home oh old, old nick mm. might be y'all y'all might be now i know i'm gonna be google searching old nick now i, I gotta see the action i'm curious what is old nick teaching these young girls besides chemical engineering i don't know chemical engineer on this dick 
What the hell is happening here? Just got an A for anal. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, a 22-year-old girl working in a showroom at a municipal complex was seriously injured when a youth who claimed to be her lover attacked her with a sword on Saturday. Oh. Yep. Nearby shopkeepers rushed to the spot after hearing her cries and rushed her to the district LNJP Narain Hospital in a serious condition from where she was referred to PGIMER. I don't know how you pronounce that. Mm-hmm. At Chandigarth, the accused was nabbed immediately by the shopkeepers and arrested. According to police, Vishal alias Rinku, a resident of Bingshar, wait, Bishangar, okay, Bishangar, um, near here, attacked the girl on her head with the sword when she was coming back from the roof of the complex along with a fellow woman employee. She was working at the showroom for last, for last one and a half years while Vishal was employed at another nearby showroom for the last three years. Police said the duo had been seeing each other for the late, for the last year and, uh, the accused reportedly got annoyed with the girl a few days back over some issue, they said. So of course he did what all normal reasonable people do. You hit him over the head with a sword. Cause that's okay. <laughs> a pub manager was stabbed in the stomach by a sword wielding attacker. Unhappy with his mistress's working conditions, Ko Ah Chui confronted her pub manager. Then armed with a Japanese, Japanese samurai sword, Ko stabbed the manager. So he did this one to, to, uh, protect his woman's, uh, pride, her honor. I don't like these working conditions. I'm about to stab you in the stomach for making my girl work too hard. Ah! I'm sure that won't get her fired. Right. By the time he was done, Mr. Chai Kuk Soon, small intestine, was sticking out of his stomach. Oh. Mm-hmm. It took Mr. Chai a month to heal, but up to today, he still feels pain when he exerts himself. Mr. Chai was at the state court yesterday to testify against his 51-year-old assist assailant. 51? way too old for this shit who is on trial for <laughs> voluntarily causing grievous hurt to him cole who has been jailed 45 months in march for 13 other offenses mr chire 36 told the court he suffered two slash wounds on his left forearm during the attack he was rushed to the operating theater half an hour after seeing a doctor at the hospital and was given 21 days medical leave cole's lawyer mr palapinian palapinian okay sundaraja raj there you go close enough <laughs> and mr chu c sin of course mr chu c sin obviously yesterday uh argued that mr chair's injury was not so serious they are what that's your defense hey it's just a little bit of intestine spoken to a stomach really are we gonna make a big deal out of that your honor they also disputed that cole had caused the slash wounds well you should leave with that to his left arm oh uh-huh. that's, so that's not even to his stomach just oh. uh he might have cut his stomach open but not his left arm come on your honor not the clearly we need a mistrial um detective public pr- prosecutor cheryl janet george said co had a vietnamese girlfriend miss tran the Vin, who worked as a performer at a pub in jalen bizarre 
cole told authorities she had complained to him about being mistreated by some customers who had smashed cake on her face oh so he was mad she also claimed that her manager had bullied her on november 28th last year cole went to the pub with a large box containing a 57 centimeter sword with a 35 centimeter blade a staff member spotted cole with the box and informed mr char as well as the manager of the head office that owned the pub mr chi went up to cole and served him dinner to appease him it's like oh please eat this dinner and and forget that we bullied your girl and smashed cake in her face it don't work like that dog when he finished eating he opened the box took out the sword and tied it to his hand using a piece of nylon string oh and he then told mr chi walk off if not i will slash you damn this is like some samurai champloo shit uh i do right uh remember that episode where she that girl was working in the prostitute house mm-hmm. i think jen had tried to fight them people Closed circuit television footage of the stabbing was shown in the court. Cole was seen with the sword drawn entering the room where Mr. Chair was seated. Uh, Chire was seated. He approached Mr. Chire who tried to shield himself using his hands as well as the table. A scuffle followed and Cole stabbed Mr. Chair once with the sword. The confrontation lasted about 20 seconds when Cole walked off with the bloody sword. Yesterday, Mr. Chair rolled up his sleeves to reveal two scars on his left forearm. One of the scars appeared over at least half of his inner forearm. He told the court that he suffered the injuries when he used his left arm to defend himself against Cole he said he returned to work after his medical leave ended in december 18th dr lung sehan who attended mr shire uh when he was taken to tan toxing hospital also took the strand the stand yesterday he said mr shire had required immediate surgery then and even though he appeared alert and his vitals were normal this was because mr shire's small intestine was sticking out of his body and could dry up become damaged or become infected which could cause death oh my yep yeah i mean it sounds like that's what would happen mr long also noted that the wounds on mr child's arms are caused by a sharp object even though he could not ascertain if they were caused by the sword which was shown to him so yep if you got a girl and you got a sword you know it's not up to you to take the law into your own hands guys okay we don't need any more elon james hopefully now that he has that (laughs) congratulations to him and emily on the baby now they had a baby i'm assuming he will get rid of the swords all right i would everybody hit him up on twitter at elon james and say now that you have a baby it's time to let the swords go okay Mm -hmm. tell him i told you to say it it's fine (laughs) i will i don't mind y'all we need to collectively help that man to let go of those swords we don't need the swords around that baby Mm -mm. you know house look like the arrow cave swords arrows and bows and shit all around that child child's got enough problems as it is don't need that till all around a bunch of sharp objects and stuff you know he probably won't even begin training the kid till it's way too late <laughs> child gonna watch her dad try to threaten contractors and stuff it's not it's not a good environment is what i'm saying all right guys talk to y'all tomorrow until then love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.